Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, 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 hello, my friends. It is another episode of DDP Radio Live right here at DDPRadio.com. My name is Mike Mullins. I currently reside in the DDP uh, Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, and I'm going to climb those stairs up like I always do, but a little slower than usual, a little bit under the weather. My voice is gone, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to huff and puff and get up to the top of that stairs and use every ounce of strength I have to get up that tower, to climb up to the tallest part of the tallest tower on the tallest building in all of Raleigh. And then I look my laser eyes beaming right up to the Great White North, and I connect the fire, the warmth, a light emanating from the top of the top of the top of the tallest mountain in all of Canada. And on top of that mountain is the one and only Canadian quote master herself, who I hope has brought me a nice hot cup of Tim Horton's tea with some honey. But either way, she is my co-host. She is my partner in crime. She is my... Uh, I would say babysitter and also just my uh, my uh, my uh, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I drew a complete prank. She's my babysitter and my number one go-to accomplice, the one, the only Crystal Stewart. Sorry, I'm about half half master. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Thank you for the intro. Oh my goodness. Oh, well, um, how am I gonna I, how am I gonna how am I gonna get you this Tim Hortons tea? The borders are so um, close here. I, I, is there a T-shirt cannon that will reach or something? <laughs> well, we uh, could. Just, just pack up. <laughs> well, I remember last week my voice was going during the show, and I told you, I don't know if I told you on air or off the air, I'm like, this is one of those things that I think is going to hit full-fledged probably when I wake up in the morning. And boy, was I right. I had a, like a, an infection. I had a, a sore throat cold. I was a mess this week. Like, I could barely stand myself off the couch. And uh, I'm just going to say, you can ask my wife, I am the whiniest, crybabiest, uh, <laughs> sick person you've ever imagined. And I get real dramatic with it. Like, I start, like, 
I said, will you commit my last rites? I've got the sniffles. So she's utterly exhausted at this point. So my wife is, is a trooper for hanging in with me. And I'm hoping this will wear off in a little, a little bit longer because uh, I feel like I've been hit by a truck. But you know what I could use tonight? Motivation. What? Because... Yeah. This isn't a warrior this isn't a warrior of the week situation. This is one of our past warriors of the week. And what we do is with the greatest stories, the greatest the most motivational people, we always invite them back to to get an update and you know, cover some of the stuff we couldn't cover in episode one. And we have a really awesome story for you guys uh tonight, another uh motivational uh guest. Uh he was on a couple months ago, I'd I'd like to say. Um, yep. I have no concept of, of time right now. So I'm saying a couple months ago, and he had an incredible, incredible story. And if you go back to the archives uh, and look up Brian F. Jones, you can uh, listen to his entire story in its entirety. And it really was one of those, uh, you know, stories that will move you, will shake you, and really inspire you uh, to pull yourself up from some dark places. And uh, when we let him go last time on the air, we said, you got to promise to come back and talk to us because uh, I think there's so much more to cover. So uh, I am going to uh, to pop him on here real, real quick. And uh, Crystal, because you do all the hard mm-hmm. work, uh, you know, doing the booking and all this stuff, I'd like you to give an intro to a friend of the show, uh, Brian F. Jones. Yeah, so I, I'm so excited for tonight. Brian is a great person to talk to. He's incredibly motivating, and it just – his story is amazing and we never really got to finish um everything the first time around so he has been gracious enough to come back on so we could talk to him again so i am so excited um please welcome our friend um brian f jones well 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 thank you thank you thank you i'm sure there's a round of applause uh, <laughs> somewhere Yay. so here How are you? Uh, here i am on with uh the Prince of the Piedmont and the Queen of the Caribou. So I'm ready to go this evening. It's great to Queen be here. The, <laughs> Queen of the Caribou. Oh, oh my. Well, how are you guys? I'm hanging in there. How about yourself, Crystal? I mean, I'm okay. I mean, I could complain, but no one's going to listen anyway. So I'm pretty good. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, we we got a great response from your story last time, Brian, and, and we wanted to get you back on here to you know, kick, you know, tell us how things have been going since then, and also, uh, you know, there's so much that we couldn't cover the last time. But I'm going to have you kind of uh, steer the conversation a little bit. I know there's a lot of stuff that you had going on that you were you were talking about, maybe coming back on and doing a, a second show with. So uh, I'm going to give it up to you to kind of uh, fill us in on what you're doing now, and, and let's find out where we're going to take this conversation because there's a lot of places we can go. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. You know, I know that, uh, you know, Summer, my wife, had mentioned afterwards, you know, maybe I should have taken a breath because someone may have had a question or two. So, yeah, I'll I'll not, you know, hop on the skateboard and roll this time. Um, since since we've been, you know, the last time we were together, uh, we have actually moved, you know, so almost starting about the same time that we had the last show. We uh, moved from Kentucky to Florida and, you know, all wow. the ups and downs. Of so, yeah, yeah, so, and then, you know, all the ups and downs associated with that. And, you know, in our situation, because we do have, you know, still have five dogs, 
you know, not everybody, not everybody's, you know, beating down your door to let you rent, rent temporarily from them. So we had some challenges and that kind of thing, but it, you know, finally all, you know, worked out. So we're in our home, we're back, you know, everybody's back together. So we're happy there. Now during that time, you know, during that period of time, you know, one of the things that I'm, I don't know how to, you know, I, I kind of pulled back from Facebook and Facebook in general. You know, I know that, you know, I've, uh, it's difficult sometimes when you are the most, you know, you, you are all, when you're on top trying to motivate, you know, motivating others, sometimes it's difficult to, to ask for that help, you know. So I, I, I'm the type that just likes to, you know, kind of hunker down and, and bust through it. Uh, I've continued sporadically with uh, with my DDPY. Been able to hit it every day, like you know the, we, we were all working with a streak. My diet's been iffy at best, but we've got I've got a vacation week coming up uh, this upcoming week, so that's going to be my cleanse. You know, we're finally in the house. We don't have uh, you know we're not having to eat out every night and all the other multitude of excuses that you come up with for. Maybe not always following the protocol, but you know I'm I'm open. However, you know, however you guys would like to 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 go with it. So I mean, we can however you'd like to do it. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, man, I, I gotta say, and I know you've been you've been at this, you know, uh, not just the DDPY, but a lot of things uh, one after the other. You know, it's a bunch of different uh, things like weightlifting and and all that stuff. And you know better than anybody, man, when you're having a rough patch. And when you're struggling, you know, most people think, especially if they're such a vocal and, uh, you know, upfront member of the community, there's a certain amount of self-shame sometimes that comes with, uh, you know, uh, coming forward and saying, listen, things are getting hard for me uh, because people look up to you and people are inspired by you. So you feel you don't want to let them down almost. But I got to tell you, and I yeah, know you know yeah. this, that's, 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 uh, it's more common than not. It's more of a, is more of an anomaly for somebody never to be in that position. And, you know, we've all been through that. I've been through it ups and downs yep. multiple times too. And uh, make sure that you are reaching out because that's when you need the community the most. You know, there's nobody, uh, you know, uh, immune to that kind of difficulty. So I just want to say right now that, you know, uh, be sure, especially if you're listening to this and you're thinking like, man, I was so upfront with my story and it's hard for me to come back and tell people I'm struggling Everyone here who has been, you know, a public-facing member of DDPY has been through that struggle. So uh, make sure you, you, you remember that and, and realize that that's why we're here. That's why the community is here, to uh, be here for when our, our fellow yeah, warriors yeah, uh, I know. I need know. help. I know. I, I know. <laughs> it's, it, I, under, I know and understand it, but it's just something, you know, it, it's hard for me to do. I, I need to be better at it. But I appreciate that, and I definitely believe it. And trust me, I, I mean, every day, you know, all my friends, my brothers and sisters in the DDPY community, literally every single day that I get a message or a text or a beep or, or something, someone always checking on me. So, you know, you're, 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 you're right on the money, Mike, that, uh, that the, the community is, is a place to find refuge and support when it comes to this kind of thing. But don't think, man, trust me, it's not been, you know, don't think that it's been all, all rough because, you know, I mean, I'm in Florida now. I'm, I'm actually sitting out back behind the house, you know, I'm next to our pool looking out across the lake. So it hasn't been all, 
rough edges for for me this time. So it's not not been so bad. Well, and I mean, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Sorry, I I just I think it's really important to touch on this as well. And I mean, I'm not everybody's always so concentrated on the successes of the program and the work you put in and, and all that stuff. But I think it's really important to realize that failure is part of the program as well. Sometimes you have to take a step back in order to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. It is. That's a, that's a, that's a very good point. And, you know, and I, and I, and I, and I preach, you know, I preach that. I, I preach it and I, and I believe it because, you know, you have to just, you know, begin again, begin again, you yep. know, no matter how many times, no, you know, no matter how many times. And I think that's, that's one of the, you know, one of the things why it's important. Well, not important, but I'm glad that the timing of us being able to get back together is the way it is, is where we're at is, you know, I, one of the things I've always, that I've been concerned about ever since kind of the, I've developed any sort of a figure or have been in the public eye with my story. I, I always have worried that people think, man, I, I can't, you know, yeah, maybe he could, I can't do that. I'm sure the guy was, you know, he probably, li- you know, he probably lifted weights before he was probably an, an athlete. He would probably did this or do that, did that, did the other. And one of the things that I always want to try to communicate is just how real I am. I mean, I, I, I was, I wasn't any sort of athlete other than playing some ball in high school. You know, when that, uh, you know, I, I was as regular, uh, uh, you know, dad as there, as there was. So there's nothing that, that you're going to go through as high as some of the peaks that I've been, been on with this, with my recovery, with, as low as some of the valleys have been, there's always been, we, we, I've always had something telling me that you have to move on, but it's not because there was something special about me. It wasn't because I was a, a superb athlete or I have an incredibly high intellect or, or some kind of great God-given skills. It was just having to know that you had to begin again, at least take one more step, at least try and try it again and know that I know that there, you know, I've got my day, you know, I've got my thing ready to hit it hard now that we're in the house, you know, so my, I've got my plan ahead of me and I have no doubt that I'm going to be successful again with it. I've got my L1 that I'm going to finish up because myself, Travis Mahaffey, we're we're kind of got some things cooking, hopefully maybe the beginning of next year, having some folks down here in our direction for some things for some like a little, little DDPY reunion type deals. But, uh, you know, I got to get there, but no, I'm an average Joe. So don't think I, he could, but I can't, he could, but I can't because there's literally hundreds of thousands of people that have seen Arthur's story. I know there's a pretty good handful of people. And I know there's a pretty good handful of people that have seen my story, we're ready. I mean, it's just, we're, you can do it too. You absolutely can do it too. And I, I can only be as real as I can. You know, I've, you know, I've not been hitting it the way I know I should have, should be, but I'm cognitive of it. I'm not, you know, I'm not making excuses. I mean, it is what it is. I'm going to get back on it. it you know it, what? It, it's life. 
Yeah, I was just going to say, great point, Mike, that, you know, life gets in the way of life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah. No, I was going to say, um, uh, when I first uh, got asked to take the reins of this show, it was Stacey... Uh, Morris, DDP, and myself, who were who are the current of uh, the lineup, and Robert was there as the producer. Mm-hmm. And, and when DDP asked me to come on full time and, uh, and and take the reins from Sparky um, for the show, um, I had a real tr- uh, struggle with it because I wasn't where I should have been, and I didn't feel like I was in a place where I can be the person sitting here every Wednesday night trying to tell people how to change their lives when I can't figure out my own life some of the time. And I'd been through ups and downs and I, and I felt fraudulent at times when I was struggling. And I brought that up to DDP and he said, listen, this radio show, the DDP radio show is what I want is an exact uh, representative of the DDPY community. We have Stacy who is, who is just, you know, meets your goal weight. She's, she's doing health magazines and is this incredible success story. And uh, we have Robert who never really had a weight problem, but he was one of the founding guys of the company. And, and he was there kind of just, you know, he, he was working out and, and getting, you know, his life better with DDPY. And then you have you, and you represent the guy who's still in the fight, who this is never going to come easy to, who is always going to be just a bad week away from, from falling off the wagon, because I told him that's what I was. And he said, that's what real people are. I want you to be the representative yep. for the person who doesn't have it all figured out and be here for people. And it really made a lot of sense to me after that, that I'm the representative of the community who have the guy who's always going to struggle with this, but is still not giving up and is showing up here. And uh, I think that's the ultimate success of DDPY. There's no way you can win all the time, but just the fact that you're still here and you're showing up and you're coming on the show to, you know, share this part of yourself and you're going on online and sharing parts of yourself and you're working out hard. That's a success. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And you know, and uh, and add to that. I mean, you hit the nail right on the head with that, Mike. And then add to that with me. You know, I know that my legs, my legs continue to de- deteriorate. I mean, I don't know whether you want to think about, you know, like the fuse going to a bomb or a sand going through the hourglass. You know, I, I know that I'm. I really do only have a limited amount of time that I'm going to yep. probably be, be upright. Now, everything that I do, everything that I, that I do impacts, impacts these legs. If I jack around and I don't eat right for a couple of days or eat a bunch of sugar, you know, you know how you get inflammation and whatnot, I pay for it. If I, if I do things right, I do my, I do, I do my uh, sessions, multiple sessions during the day, adhere to a diet, then, you know, they're going to last a little longer. It's the decision, you know, it's the decisions that I make. I can tell you this one thing that I do know, if there's anybody listening that is wondering, you know, whether they want to really get involved with the DDPY, DDPY and the, and the program is that I can, I've always felt better when I'm, when I'm steady on, on the mat, steady on doing DDPY. And it's, it's almost counterintuitive. Some people, wow, I feel horrible this morning. So I didn't, I didn't get on the mat. Well, and it, it, it can become almost a, a snake eating its tail, a, a cycle where 
you, you need to break it. But yeah, it's it's a day to day struggle for all of us. It really is. It's a day to day struggle for all of us, and and it has so changed my changed my life. You know, it's not often that you get to have get one chance to get your life back through and for me that was through with Mark Ripitoven through starting strength and barbell training in that community. But then to find out, you know, after having fought all this time to get to walk again and, and, and have a full productive life, which I'm not, you know, I, I'm very grateful for. But there's a little bit of selfishness and kind of fear and disappointment knowing that that's going to be eventually go away, you know, because, I mean, both ends of the legs are broken up so much that, you know, they're going to deteriorate, you know, and it's going to happen. But it's what it's what I do in that, you know, in, in that time. But now I've got a second chance but because by fate showed me I was able to see Arthur's video and then I found the, the, the program. And I began being able to do things that I was never even able to do. Even now, I'm, I mean, able to do things that I, I've, I've not been able to do even before 2011, before the accident, let alone afterwards. So, you know, wow. it, it's, I mean, it's, go ahead. No, I was going to say, while you're, while you're going, while you're talking, um, I'm sure there's a lot of people who may not have listened to the first show yet. Do you want to give a quick rundown of, of you have a special, unique set of circumstances, maybe just kind of go over that real quick and, and let people know, uh, you know, what happened. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Back in 2011, uh, my wife, I was a self-employed insurance adjuster, and I was in actually Mike State, North Carolina, uh, finishing up a claim, and I started to come down my ladder, stepped onto the ladder, and the bottom of the ladder fell off. I fell down to almost two stories, 20-some feet, landing in a standing position on a, on a concrete driveway, and it drove both of my feet, you know, my feet up into the tibias, and it shattered the ends of both the tibias it broke what they call the pilon fractures it broke the talus bones and both of my both my legs so they had to i was in icu for almost two weeks and the they put hard we had hardware on the outside for a while then after all the swelling and stuff they started the surgeries and reconstructed things that told me i'd have hardware on the inside forever but and i'd never walk unassisted again i'd most likely be in a wheelchair, but if I was lucky, I could scoot around with a walker. So I, you know, I, I went through some, went through a real dark patch that I was fortunately was able to get out of, and figured, well, if I'm not going to be able to walk anyway. I mean, what have I got to lose? And I started doing some stu- exercises and stuff on my own that I could. Gentleman out, out in Texas, Mark Ripito, founder of Starting Strength, a barbell coach. He took me up and showed me how to squat. That built my legs up enough to not only did I was I able to walk, that my bones grew back at the sites of the injury so thick that it pushed the hardware that I was supposed to have for the rest of my life that was in my legs. It started pushing the screws and pins back out through my skin. So that you know, so I went and despite all odds, the same doctor who had put the hardware in each of the legs and told me, you know, well, have a good life. Best of luck to you. Now it's taking these out and can't believe that I'm, I'm a competitive power lifter. So 
you know, I worked with, I, I worked along in that and started uh, worked with the barbell community for many years. Uh, talks, conferences, you know, espousing the benefits of barbell training, but more importantly, the knowing the benefit of believing in yourself. That n- not all experts are experts. Listen to your body, and if nothing else, if nothing else, get pissed off. What have you got to lose? If not, you know, but begin again, begin again, or, or like DDP, kick out, whatever, whatever, whatever you need to think of. To, to you, you, you can't, you can't quit. So you know, I, I kept doing that until it kind of we built some momentum, and I had the barbell guy, and uh, that was a, another little venture that we did just helping folks you know not on a paid paid service or anything just anybody i don't whether it whether it was from just an emotional you know connection as a friend or somebody that needed barbell training or whatnot i didn't want anyone out there feeling alone they not everybody had the support system that i did so i was able to train and walk and 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 have a really productive life since 2011 upright uh I started experiencing some real pain, some new pain in the legs about a year ago. And for the first time I went to have x-rays done of the legs and come to find out it's happening. You know, the doctor says that it's not going to get better. There's no synovial gaps to speak of. It's like both of them are like gravel on gravel and pieces are breaking off and there's little flex and, you know, it's, there's pain involved, uh, but you just, eventually you learn, you know, to, to live with it. But, Definitely at that point, by that time, squatting with that kind of weight that I was working out with was doing more harm than good. And it it was very emotional. It was very hard for me, but I had to give up barbell training. And I was ready to go sit in the recliner and give up. And then I just happened to see the Arthur video. And next thing you know, I'm uh, I'm training. I'm down 100 pounds, over 100 pounds. And, you know, now working my way to becoming a certified DDPY instructor to continue passing along what has given me another lease on life so that may not have been as summarized as you wanted Mike, but that's i guess that encapsulates most of it it gives about 12 13 years all together right there no that's uh, that's um, perfect think- and if you guys want to listen to uh brian's uh you know past show the story goes into it in way more detail and it's it's an incredible story one of the favorite my favorite ones we've you've ever featured on here. So definitely go back and get the uh, full, the full version. Sorry, Crystal, I didn't mean to. No, I was just thinking, you know, I, I have a journey of my own and I mean, I'm not going to get into it, but um, to prove that, you know, just because someone has a certificate or a diploma or, you know, whatever hanging on their walls, doesn't mean that they know you and your situation. So, yes, they might know what's going on, but really that doesn't mean that it's not overcomable. I mean, you can tackle this. You just need to find a way. And just because somebody has a degree or a diploma or whatever the case would be, that, you know what, I was told that I wouldn't be able to do anything and here I am, but I think it's stubbornness, but, you know, here I am. And, I mean, I'm so proud of you, Brian, because 
you've never quit and you've never given up. And when I hear you, I mean, your story gives me hope. And I mean, that, that is huge. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. And that's, you know, oh, I'm sorry. And I don't know if I, I don't know if I've if I've said this the last time. I think it often. You know, I, I don't know that I'll ever be able to say that I'm glad the accident happened and I'm happy it happened. But I, I can say that I have a much better life because of it. I am a much better husband and father and friend because of it and it has it had given me it has given me a real purpose in life and that you know sometimes you know your purpose is you you know it as soon as you as you're cognitive of yourself other people know it immediately you know I I really didn't know I mean you know I had a good life up I've, I've had a great life way more than I thought I would ever have expect. But, you know, this, I will say that the accident has given made me a better person and given me a purpose because I know, I know there's so many other Brian Joneses out there that don't have a summer, that don't have a Mark Ripito, that don't have DDPY, that don't have friends like I have. And all they need is just one person sometimes. So, you know, if anything, if anything, yeah, do your DDPY. But, you know, if you can be, if you ever have an opportunity to be one person, be that one person. And, I mean, I think it's really important. I mean, right, the clarity of gratitude. I mean, it's a key thing when you're faced with such enormous challenges. I mean, it's important to find that little thing that you can aim for or work towards or, you know, whatever the case may be. And for me, that that's people like you. I get to surround myself with some incredible people. I have no excuse wow. not to do what I'm supposed to be doing because I have friends like you. So thank you. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you, both of you guys. I appreciate that. And you know, with all with all you know, the doctors and stuff. Sometimes you know, they they gotta they gotta do what they do. Like they gotta, I mean, they see the information ahead of you, uh, in front of them, and they need to make a prognosis because that's what they're supposed to do. And sometimes they underestimate people, but I think that also can be an incredible. Uh, you know, nothing feels better than when somebody underestimates you, proving them wrong. Um, and it, and it can drive people. It can motivate people. And it probably would have been easy for you in, in your diagnosis and your situation to just say, well, this is what I'm dealing with. I'm just going to sit here and recline on the couch and just waste away because no one's going to, you know, if anyone has an excuse to do so, it's you. No one's going to say, well, why are you sitting on the couch? Well, because of my legs, that's why. But also, I bet there's a lot of people who kind of expected that in your life, for be- you know, good or bad, yeah. like maybe not even on purpose. Maybe just, you know, you see a situation like that and it's pretty rough. And even probably the people who love you most, uh, you know, may have underestimated you. And it's incredible to 
use that and to prove people wrong in the best possible way. And I bet there's a lot of people who in your life who love you to death that can't even believe how much you've kicked out and how much, how hard you've worked. And that's beautiful. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And they, I mean, they, uh, they, and they've said, you know, they've said as much too. So, you know, you're, you're right. But, you know, and what, but one of the things, you know, back just, I want to make sure though that I'm clear that I, I am I'm pro I'm definitely pro doctor because it was it was the doctors and surgeons that put me back together again. I think you hit the nail on the head, Mike. Though is that one, you know they whether I like it or not, whether I do want to say that ah eh, you know it's, I'm just you know just like everybody else. I guess if I have to look at it objectively, not everybody else obsesses about things the way I do or has, or like Crystal said, has that stubborn streak, that focus when, when you do, not everybody's going to do that. So they're not going to expect everyone to say, you know what, even though you've told me I can't walk and that I can be on right. disability and that you're, you're going to give me the handicap thing and you'll keep me well medicated, you know, <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't want, you know, I, I, I didn't want that for, you know, for, for myself. I think, but my point being is that doctors can only assess based, exactly like what you said, based on what they, what they see. And another, and another, another thing that they have to keep in mind too is, you know, the lie, you know, really kind of liability issues because, I mean, here I am a guy that was, I mean, w- you know, weeks, you know, out of, out of surgery, putting a barbell on my back, you know, trying to keep continuing to, to push, push, you know, the, you know, they can't prescribe that kind of thing. So I, I think, you know, it's a, it, there's a blend there where you want to go, you want to, really question and ask and, and utilize the authority of the specialists and stuff. But I, I don't, I think that ultimately you also have to, you can't lead, be led blindly that way. You have to do a gut check and, and see what's going on between your ears too. What's your body telling you about what they've told you about your body? Yep. Yep. And I guess it's a matter of being willing. Are you going to be willing to accept the I'm not? If somebody tells me I can't do something, I go ahead and do it anyway. I mean, it's just me. I, that's just who I am. But I'm not yeah. willing to. I'm not willing to accept someone telling me I can't do something. Really? I I just I just no. I might fall a million you know, times, but I'll get up. You know, it's so funny. You know, this was the one thing because I purposely, you know, I knew this was coming up, and I purposely, uh, you know, avoided any any stuff that you know my, you know, I hadn't, I didn't like listen to the past show or any of that jazz. I really didn't even think much about it because I wanted to be, I wanted to be it to be as off the cuff as possible because I think that benefit that would that benefits more people that way. Other than, other than. I was thinking today about, you know, why, what was it about my situation when they said that, you know, you can't, and, you know, so often that 
that that immediate comeback is well if somebody tells me i can't i'm going to do it just because they said i can't and i tried thinking is that where my motivation was at the time and at that time it wasn't and the only thing that i can remember that it was just kind of fear it was i remember fear and i remember being afraid that like if and, and as ridiculous and as insane as this is you know thinking stuff like somehow I, you know, my family would leave or all these crazy ass thoughts, but it was just this sheer fear that pushed me to be like, God damn, you got, excuse me, you got to get up out of this bed. You got to, you know, when it was ridiculous, it was unfounded, you know, that type of thing. But, you know, I always kind of, kind of thought that I responded because the doctor said I couldn't. And it wasn't, I was just, I, I didn't want to be, I, I needed to be there for my family. I mean, that's all it was, just just fear that I wasn't going to be able to, to provide. But uh, it's funny that you brought that. that it's just I kind of went off on a tangent there, but, the, you know, the kind of, no. that you brought that no, up. No, it's perfect. You know, and, and you've mentioned, too, um, I, I've been through a situation where, you know, I've had some illness in the past, you know, few years and stuff, and I had some a lot of downtime for a while. And when you've got nothing to do and you're laying in bed and you have a lot of downtime, you've got a lot of thinking you can do. And sometimes yep. you run out mm-hmm. of things to think about, so your brain starts playing tricks on you and you start thinking about the negative and then you get hypothetical and then you start thinking about 20 years down the line, things that you don't even worry need to worry about or may not even happen. And a lot of long time and a lot of thoughts will, will play tricks on you and and it really is it's a tough place to be because you're, it's hard not to when you're laying up uh, with those kind of injuries to not have those thoughts go negative for a little while. And I know, I know the, the alone and with your thoughts is sometimes a dangerous place to be when you're in a really negative state. And it seems like you were battling a lot of those thoughts and you started questioning people around you, like people, people leave me, what am I going to do? And, those can be really dangerous, but also do you feel like, you know, not to say that there's nothing to lose because obviously there's a lot to lose, but you've got that Hail Mary pass to think, well, I can try this and I can go do this and maybe make some kind of a life where I'm able to, you know, be involved because it'll be, uh, it's one big Hail Mary pass, you know, it's, it's a lot to lose, but is it worth losing? Uh, yeah, that's man, that's really heavy stuff, you know. I don't. Uh, I really tried for you know. I thought right after the accident, the first year or so, uh, I tried getting rid of everything associated with it. All you know, because there were pictures and video and everything, and you know, I mean, I deleted everything that I could because I didn't want to be so you know be so associated with it, but. You know that brings up a lot of a lot of heavy memories. But you, you're right. You know, it does. You're right. It it all of that does come into play. Huh. And I mean, it, it's it's one of those things. So, without diving into everything from my end, um, it it's really important to know that you can't be where you are now without being the person that you were. 
Yeah. And I know that, that, right, that's hard to swallow. It's hard to swallow. And, I mean, I've been one of those people. Well, man, it is hard to make peace with the past that just, man, oh, man, it's hard. But here's the thing is you'll never be more than an effort. You know what I mean? You can't, even the smallest of efforts, we're okay with that here because it's a building block. And Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, yeah. Yep. And I'm so proud of you for taking those steps because no one, I mean, Mike and I can sit here and listen to this and try and bring this on the airwaves. But nobody will know what you felt like you do, and I mean, we can only we can only you know tell you that you know wow you're you're an incredible person, and you've made a difference, and you have made a difference. Well, I appreciate but, that, and yeah, I know. I, 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 I I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you can't be where you are now without being where you were then. And, you know, that's progress. Regardless of how you got here, I'm really proud of you. And you need to hear that. Thank Yeah, thank you. Uh, Thank you. And I do, you know, I've got a great support network, you know, particularly my family, you know, my family, my friends. Uh, but yeah, you know, we are all, you know, we are all products of what our experience is, but, and, you know, I know that this fall, this accident, my recovery, the barbell guy, DDPY, Bry, you know, all, everybody, everyone that I, that I know and that I've met, all of it is just, it's a big ripple for all of us. And man, if my ripple, you know, can, can help you out, then, you know, all all the better, because I wasn't like that, you know, I wasn't like that before, I wasn't like that before I, you know, uh, but the thing, the thing with now moving for, you know, moving forward is it's not, you know, and it, 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 it isn't always about just the struggle. It's about more the victories. I look, you know, I, I just, I loved, I finally went back to Facebook. And for the first example, man, I just see this big beaming smile of my buddy Dan Hill, one of, one of your fellow, fellow Canadians, Crystal, with him with yep. uh, Dallas and Paige. And, I mean, it hmm. just it was I, it made me so happy. I felt like I'd been off on, you know, like a desert island or a ship, and finally I was back, you know, kind of when Leonard came back to the gang from the time <laughs> he was in the North Sea, that kind of thing, because it was just so great seeing this community, you know, seeing this community, but every day, you know, just if I, if I can only get through one thing today is just never, never give up. You know, there was a time that I couldn't, my, there's a, a, an article I wrote out there called basically five inches to 500 pounds. And what that refers to is, at one point, I couldn't even, when, the, when I had these external fixators sticking out of my legs and I was in a hospital bed, but in my own home, and, you know, I thought I was going to be in this hospital bed in my own home for the rest of my life, more or less. Uh, I thought, well, I mean, 
I guess I could try, you know, I started just seeing how much I could move my leg and I could move it from, if you imagine your foot, my right foot, my toe, big toe pointing at noon, I could move it from noon to maybe almost one o'clock, you know, like that. And, and I would do that. But after so many times, you know, I'd catch cramps and stuff because I, I just atrophied so bad. But every day, I do. I try a little more. Maybe if I could do seven the day before, I do eight the next. So I kept on for a week or two, and then all of a sudden, I started one morning, and I hear this clink. And what that clink was was the sound of that fixator that was that had been drilled into my bone, but that was like a halo coming out around my legs. That told me that I had moved that thing over five inches. I wow. moved my leg that far. And you fast forward in less than 20, that was such a huge victory. I still get choked up about it now for me. But you fast forward in, I think, 18 months, I deadlifted over 500 pounds and won my first powerlifting competition. Wow. But it started with those, it started with those little, those little, barely being able to move my foot. And, and again, I'm, I'm not saying this because I'm, there's something super special about me, just the opposite. I don't care what it is. I don't care what you got going on. You can do something about it. Just don't give up on it. Don't yes. sink down into it. Don't, just don't sink down into it yet. And, and here, I, I am, here I am talking, you know, here I'm on the radio. So who knew? And, I mean, I think, I think that's so important. It's a huge point because, you know, the thing that goes through my mind is do you commit to the rise or are you committing to the fall? Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's right. I don't, I don't, I don't, um, the people who say, no, I have no regrets in life. I don't, I don't identify with those people. I don't understand them. I am the kind of guy I have regretted more things than I haven't. And probably yep. every moment to a point I've regretted the moment because I always think I could have done something differently, something better. I don't, rec- I don't, I don't identify with those people who say I have no regrets. That being said, there's, there's, there's no such thing as what if there's no such thing as going back and changing things. There's no such thing. Once that time is done, you're done. It's almost like, you know, a, a record producer, you make a record and you send it out into the world and now you listen to it and you wish you could have done all those things differently, but you can't because the world has it now. I can't go yeah. back and fine tune yeah. and yeah. turn knobs and stuff like that. All we have is right now. And it sounds so cliche to say that, but I've really tried to be uh, in the point to in the past couple of years to only look at the, the what's in front of me and make the best decision I can make for my life in this moment. And sometimes I win, sometimes I lose. But I was the kind of person that would drown in the past, drown in regret, drown in what if. And yet, like Guns N' Roses song, Yesterday has got nothing for me. And I realized that. And it really is kind of freeing. And I've tried incredibly hard not to worry about the future or the past, but right now. And right now, you, five seconds ago doesn't matter. I can get on the mat right now and turn things around. I can do this and turn it around yeah, right now. Yeah, and yeah. it's an incredibly freeing understanding when you realize in this moment, I can just undo what I did five seconds ago and really just yep. make an effort to do something positive. 
Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. The thing that you cannot, you can't just keep taking that step and saying, okay, this Monday, this Monday. Okay. Well, look, okay. I'm going to start again this Monday. Eventually that Monday has to be the Monday. If the change that you think you want is what you really want and you're willing to work for it, because that's the key. There's work in there. You know, there's, there, there is work involved. If we could wish it, mm-hmm. we, none of us would have to have podcasts. We wouldn't have to have DDP. If we could just wish it, if it was easy, we wouldn't have to have bicycles and mats and weights and self-motivational books. If we could wish it, it's work. It is work. I'm not going to kid you. You know, I, I, I got to ask it, you. It, yes, sir. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I Go ahead. I thought it was... No, no, no. Go ahead. I thought you said you were going to. Oh, you had no. To ask me, you wanted no, to ask me something. No, I just wanted to ask. I'm sorry about that. I, I just want to ask. So you're a big part of your story um, here. You probably talk about it often and have to address it often with people in the community, people in life. Is uh, the worst part of your life, I'm sure. Is there a part of you that feels like being attached to such a horrific story that you have to relive every day? Is it empowering or do you find it difficult and something you wish you could let go of? That's a, I mean, I guess it's a little bit of both, you know. You know, it's a, I've been able to to help so many people, and that's a good thing, but, man, sometimes it is exhausting because, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, every, just imagine, like, every time you stood up, or every time you got out of bed to go to the restroom, the second you knew it and you knew it was coming, the second you, your feet hit the floor, it felt like you were stepping on Legos and you don't know how big the Lego is going to be or whether there's going to be a chunk of glass. That's the kind of thing that you deal with every day. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's a little both, Mike, because I like the responsibility. I like I like the purpose that it's given in my life. I like the person that it's made me. But, man, it can get heavy at times. And I'm not even talking, I'm not talking about the good side of it. I'm talking about my friends and the people that I can help. I'm talking about just, just the heaviness of it being, I guess. So I think it's a little bit of both for me. I'd never thought of that. I've never... That was one. I mean, that was one little. That's one corner I've not swept out. It kind of hit me by surprise. A very good, very very good question, Mike. Thank you. No, it, it's a it's a hard responsibility to have. I mean, the hardest person that I struggle with looking in the mirror. I can bullshit everybody, but boy, when I look in the mirror, who I know that there's a price of exacting um, that I can't, I can't pull the wool over myself. I can do it to everybody else, but I can't do it to myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's true. And and I, you know, 
if and I've not done it just uh, you know and I've not done it myself because I can tell you that if summer if I didn't have summer and and if she weren't exactly the person that she is I'd not be married I wouldn't I don't know that I'd be alive you know I, because you know along with all this you know along with this accident and everything you know comes you know the the I guess now the thing you call the PTSD and all that, the anxiety and stuff with that. But then, you know, like many of us do, uh, you know, well, I'm a little older, I think, than, than you guys. But, you know, I get to the point where I started kind of examining the way why I do some of the things I do. Well, then you figure out, you know, all about sh- stuff that happened in your childhood. And you got to figure out, you know, where can I put that baggage and all this? I've already got all this, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. But, man, were it not for her, you know, she 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 had she gets as much credit, if not more, for anything that I've ever done that's helped someone else. Because I would not be in any sort of capacity to help anybody had she not been here with me, ever, you know. So I, know, I always want to make sure people know that. And, and I'm sure that you're you're. A wonderful person to hurt too. I can tell by by listening to you that you're a passionate person, and you may not be able to do some things, but I'm sure there's a lot of slack that you pick up in that relationship that she's incredibly grateful of too. So don't make it sound like it's it's you know all her giving it to you. I'm sure you guys have a great uh, chemistry. Oh, and she yeah, sounds no, like an no, amazing no, person. No. <laughs> yeah, no. If I if I gave that impression, then no, that, that was incorrect. No, she. That we we've got it. We're, we rock and roll together, but. It, you know, so it's it's it, it's a good thing. Yeah, I I, I do my part. <laughs> I I love it, and uh, you know, she sounds like an incredible per- person, and and I'm happy for you guys going down to Florida, get a lakefront property. It sounds like a it sounds like a cool time, um, and uh, I can't believe we're out of time again. We're just wrapping up here. The hour flow by really really quickly. Um, I don't know. Do you want to uh, put out any social media on there, any kind of website or anything? And is there anything you've got coming up in the future or any kind of public facing uh, workouts or anything you want to put over before uh, we get going? Like, no, no, I appreciate, I pre, I appreciate that, Mike, but no, no, you know, I'm, I just want to thank everybody that took time to listen. I want to thank everyone that has checked up on me, summer, the kids, all of us, these last, about five or six weeks. I appreciate and love all of you. And I'm really looking forward to being able to get back into the swing of things. So watch out. There's, you know, there's going to be all new Brian Undy alerts. There's going to be all kinds of new challenges. Who knows what we're going to be doing down here in Florida. So uh, more to come. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody. But Crystal and Mike, thank you so much for for, for letting me bend your ear again. I appreciate you both. Oh, I love I it. No, thank you. you. And and uh, I know that moving is hell. I hate moving, so I totally understand the, <laughs> the need to kind of check out and focus on things for a little bit. Ugh. <laughs> I hate moving. Yeah. But no, yeah. good luck. Good luck to you, man. And, and and we'd love to have you come by again sometime and, and give us an update once you guys get settled and stuff like that. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Uh, we appreciate your story. Yeah. We appreciate your time. And uh, thank you for, for coming on with us. I can't believe how, how quick the hour went by. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, know that you know now we're down here that both Mike, you and your your group, and Crystal, you and your clan. If you can ever get across the border, you all have standing <laughs> reservations down here. So awesome. come on down. Oh, awesome, man. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Oh well, uh, another right. great episode. Uh, DDP Radio. Thank you, man. Uh, live at DDPRadio.com. Check out uh, Brian and his his story, the past episode too. Trust me, it's it's an incredible story, and you're gonna want to listen to that and, and and take the deep dive into his his struggle, but more importantly, his incredible victory and and, and drive to keep going. So, it's a beautiful story. And Crystal, I yeah. appreciate all the hard work you put into this show. I appreciate all the hard work you put into the social media, and I especially appreciate the captive writers and poets you keep in your dungeon downstairs in the basement of Canada so that you can have them working 24-7 to compile a quote for the end of this show every week. So, Crystal, on behalf of your staff of, I don't know if a staff, the imprisoned poetry and creative writers, let's give us a a quote to fire us off in the next week and, and, and get this show on the road. Absolutely. So this week's quote is from my friend Mel Robbins, and the quote is, be responsible for telling the truth in your story, not for managing people's reaction to it. Oh, well, that's a great one. I appreciate that. That's a good one. And I kind of want to write it down and like get like a code breaker to see if the dungeon people are writing secret helping messages inside the text. But <laughs> no, that, that's a, a great quote as always. Thank you guys so much. DDP Radio live next week with a brand new episode of DDP Radio. And make sure you guys own this week. Own your life. Keep pushing forward and try to make the best of, of, of the situation. Things are right now. People are hurting. People are struggling. Be empathetic. Be patient. Be there for people. And most importantly, get on the mat. Because if you're owning your life, you can do better in other people's lives. Because it's always good to uh, have a fresh, clean, clear perspective that you get when you get off the DDPY Max and bring that to your life. So keep moving forward. We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Checked it today, right, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, the diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This is- Talk Radio.